This is the B-Team Podcast, brought to you by Jackrabbit Illustrated. The B-Team is presented by Drake's Place in Battle, South Dakota, and sponsored by Jackrabbit Central and Shenanigans in Sioux Falls. Now, here are your B-Team hosts, Brendan and Ben. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the B-Team Podcast. Thank you for tuning in late on a Wednesday night with us here. Obviously, our schedule's been all over the place. We appreciate you guys hanging with us here. It's I'm obviously joined with Ben, as always, who is fashionably late, as always. And we have very special guests with us from the uh, Believe in the FCS podcast, uh, Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. Guys, thank you so much for joining us um they, they have a great show make sure you check it out posts usually every thursday i think i love listening to your guys show you guys have you actually have two shows right you got an nfl draft prospects one as well as the believe in the fbs right yeah sean's not a, a part of the the draft one but we we typically we do the fcs show twice a week sometimes we get a third episode sean wasn't cool enough to get the invite to the the draft prospect oh yeah it's, that's a real crew, cool crew you guys got rolling with over there yeah <laughs> I mean, you probably shouldn't have been, really. I mean, with no, I, I don't with... know anything. <laughs> I don't know a thing. I got That's kicked out of their. With, I got kicked out of their draft spaces because I guess I was being too entertaining and not analytical enough. And they, I, they asked, "Are we going to start talking about NFL draft prospects?" I'm like, "What do I have to offer to this conversation?" And they just booted me. I said, "All right, cool. Not my cup of tea, I guess." <laughs> I, I understand how, how that goes uh you know matt who runs jackrabbit illustrated for us and everything when he starts talking recruiting i'm just i just nod my head and i go huh uh-huh awesome i'm we're gonna be really good that time when these guys get older <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, for folks who are tuning in uh wondering why you guys are joining us or anything like that the connection you guys had a big uh Big deal on Twitter. I, you know, a lot of our followers are on Twitter, things like that. And you guys had a contest for whoever commented the most. You guys were going to go see a game and uh, happened to pop up on my Twitter feed because I follow both of you guys on there. And all of a sudden, uh, the, G- the, the B-Team Mafia got involved. And I think we just absolutely housed everybody on that, mostly because, I mean, Idaho, they probably don't deserve to get it anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are coming out to the Dakota Marker game. Not as analysts, though, right? You guys are coming as fans. <laughs> we are coming as fans. We're going to be drinking with the fans. We're going to be hanging out with you guys, which is perfect for the first introduction to getting to talk to you guys man i, I don't want to go sit in the media box and we're not the, the type of chad too <laughs> we're not the type of people that, that wants to go sit in the media box and we're, we're not writing up reports or writing an article no we want to hang out with you guys we like i said the other day on the show we've got a very big pat mcafee vibe to us when we just try to have fun and we're, we're going to do that at the game how much did we end up winning by the the contest was it a lot it, it was significant. It, I, I could honestly go pull it up, but it, it'll take me a few minutes. But I, was the, just I think it was like 30 or 40 votes or responses. It might have been total. closer to 50. It might have been closer to 50. There, they, there was yeah. there was this little stretch where when we when we did the voting, as you mentioned, Idaho, Idaho was killing everybody. It wasn't even close. And then we had way more people voting on it than we anticipated. We, we had no expectation that it would get more than like 30 people chiming in. I thought it was going to get five. But we had 250 people chime in, I think more than that. And you guys came came uh, came out swinging with the South Dakota stuff. And I'm excited. I, I'm glad that we're going somewhere that people want us to, to be a part of a, the game day experience. Yeah, you'll have a good time, uh, especially for the marker game, which isn't this week. But um, you guys got your flights all planned. When are you, when are you getting into Brookings? 
Uh, f- we're going to fly into Minnesota on Friday midday, and then we're going to be getting into a rental car and uh, and driving over. So like later later the day on on Friday, and uh, I guess like what probably like nighttime Friday, Sean. You think? No, we'll be there. We'll be there mid after. Uh- like 3 p.m. I don't know. We'll get in there, get settled in, do a show, and then start taking in Brookings for whatever we can. You know, we've got a lot of restaurant recommendations, a lot of bar recommendations. Uh, I know a couple of people um, in there al- uh, that's going to be there already. So it's going to be a, a lot to uh, experience and take in that, that first night and then Saturday. It's it's going to be a lot of fun at the game. And then I don't know when we're going to cut it off because we do have to be up but early that next day to make sure we're not late <laughs> for the flights uh, out of Minneapolis. We'll so be it, fine. Our, our right. flights are are at like 11 o'clock or 12. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's at noon. So like if we're at the airport by 10 o'clock, wake up at, wake up at 7, we'll be fine. Yeah, okay. We'll be fine. <laughs> you can drive. Really? Oh, I, oh, now I'm driving. Oh, now, all right, you guys, you all don't understand this, but last week Joe said, "Oh, I'll do all the driving. I'll take it all. You can, you be hung as hungover as you want. Do whatever you want. I'll do all the driving." But now we're you know in front of some other people. Now it's Sean's doing the driving, which I'll do, but I don't like the hypocrisy personally. I, I don't mean to take control too much, but you guys popped up that comment there. Yeah, what the hell? Why is there suddenly good lighting in your room? What, what's the deal? I don't know. We're in a four screen for some reason. That's uh, that's better. I, I I actually think that less pixels pixels on me is the better strategy that we can uh, implement. <laughs> You're saying the Brady Bunch thing's working out for you? I love it. Let's get let's go. get everybody in here. It didn't didn't take long for the hacks comment to come out. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, for people who don't know, besides um, you guys having the, uh, they won't end up with uh, flat dust in Helton, will they? Uh, we do. Um, I got I, you guys might not know this. Uh, we cardboard Rev does uh, exist in South Dakota. He is really? a cardboard version of Dustin Helton who randomly makes appearances. Uh, you'll have to check his Twitter. I don't know if he's making an appearance or not, but um, he, he he you know it sounds like something he would make an appearance to. Uh, but you guys are, you guys are former Rhode Island players as well. And I really like listening to your show, uh, specifically because you guys have a whole different, uh, perspective from all the, you know, hacks at FCS fan nation that are mostly, <laughs> you know, big, we're starting it's, it's, it's getting hot here. It's okay on our show. Is, is it, we're getting cross battles. So you're throwing you're live, shade. You're live on FCS Fans Nation. YouTube Might I remind you right now? Yes. Wait, is, it, is this on FCS? And, oh, it is. But but, but the way uh, I would like takes a moment to mention yeah. we are we are a part of the FCS Fans Nation uh, network. So uh, appreciate being on there with you guys. Uh, we're hoping to maybe hook up with Matt Frazee next week. That's why part of why you guys got bumped to this week. Um, not saying he's more important than you guys or anything, but you guys, we figured with the traveling and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. But what I was saying is all those guys, uh, there, there's just a lot of big sky in Missouri Valley out here. We don't get a lot of um, CAA perspective and national perspective. And obviously, uh, yeah, we had a rough week last week, but just from an outsider's perspective, what do you what do you make of this madhouse that is the Missouri Valley Football Conference right now? I think that it's just a, a lot of good parity in terms of good coaching, good recruiting, and the one thing that we've said it multiple times on the show, especially this past week, it's just impossible to really pinpoint who that best team is. I, I think every week we'll crown a different team as the best one, and then 
someone's going to come in and knock them off. And this week's the perfect opportunity for something like that to happen because Southern Illinois is playing Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa has has the the South Dakota State victory under their belt. Uh, they've they've played well against good teams. I could totally see that upset happening. And mid tier teams are good enough to beat teams at the top. It's not like in the past where it's just been. North Dakota State, and that's about it. It's it, there's a lot of parity, and that's exciting for college football to have that level of competition for for all the teams within the conference. It's actually been exciting because when we were in the CAA playing, and then I, about a year after, it, it kind of the, this season between the Big Sky and the Missouri Valley, I'm kind of looking at it like, wow, this is kind of what the CAA used to look like, and this year. It, it, it it was kind of actually refreshing because it used to just be North Dakota State at top, and then we'll see who else is at the bottom, who else is going to filter through. But it's been highly competitive, and it's been a lot of strong play. And you were just watching it on the on the Saturdays, like, wow, man, it's it's been explosive. Is the adjective I would use uh, to describe this season for uh, both conferences? Yeah, no, I'd agree. So, um, do you... go ahead, Brennan. No, I'm not going ahead. You first. <laughs> So, uh, well, <laughs> look how polite they are. Me and Joe just stampede each other to get to the next is, topic or point. It's it, it, too polite. We can't, is, we can't operate that way. <laughs> that is one thing I do love about you guys' show. Like, well, Brendan and I get after each other a little bit, but you guys really get after each other. Have you um, never heard less nice? <laughs> yeah, I, I lived it for the first time this last weekend up in Green Bay. It was too nice for me, actually. It was too, too it was too pleasant. I was mad at zero people. I didn't know how to feel. Yeah, I went to the be... Milwaukee airport. Everyone was smiling. I'm like, what is this? This isn't Reagan National. <laughs> sure as hell is in Dallas or BWI. I'm like, see, who was odd? You're, you're going to be blown away coming to Brookings. Is this your both of your first time coming to South Dakota then? Yeah. It will be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've made the trip Midwest before a bunch of times, like Ohio. I'm actually going to Indiana this weekend. That was when we were talking uh, in the – Twitter chat. I'm going to a Notre Dame game this weekend, but uh, I've been in the Midwest, not made it all the way out to uh, South Dakota. So I'm excited to get to check out a new state. Yeah, my dad's upset. I won't be there enough time to uh, go quail hunting, uh, which quail is something. Hunting. Yeah, he said I should have. Um, pheasant. Oh, pheasant oh, yeah. rather. Is it Pardon pheasant me. season? It, it's always pheasant season there. He yeah, said actually, that, that it's world renowned, and that's what you're supposed to do when you go there. But I'm like, I'm going to a game, pops. You know, yeah. you, <laughs> this is what I got to do. You know, that's I mean, what we're doing. <laughs> you're only three weeks late from pheasant opener, so there's still probably some good pheasant hunting out there if you wanted to go. But uh, you'll be you'll be busy in, at the stadium. Um, <clears throat> so we'll get. We'll get you. We have every intention of having you not in shape to be able to handle a firearm. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be quickly. Let's just make it to the airport, Brendan. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're just you're lucky. It's a 2 p.m. kickoff and not not like a 6 or 7 p.m. kickoff. Oh yeah, God. Get a little rough. (laughs) So for those that don't know, uh, I guess Brendan mentioned you guys both played at Rhode Island, correct? Yep. And did you guys room together there too? Yeah, so the we do have like a little bit of like you know like good context behind that. Um, so our freshman year, I did not have a a roommate at all. I was on my own. I had an extra bed, and and one weekend never interacted with Sean really, just like in passing, occasionally sat at the dining hall table together. And one weekend, Sean's roommate's girlfriend was in town, so he didn't want to be in the room for obvious reasons. So he he just approached me and said, "Can I can I sleep in your room and and we can play two K and hang out?" I'm like, "Fine, whatever." And after hanging out with him for the one week, and we got along really well to the point where we just it just we developed a relationship like this. We lived together for the following three years. We were the only consistent roommate that we had, and 
that's why it's the whole reason why I think that the show does so well. And that's why people like listening because it feels like you're just sitting on our couch with us in our living room on a Saturday night while we're drinking beer and we're just giving each other a hard time. We're talking about football and we're having fun doing it. That's yeah. Uh, so Joe, did uh, you guys Joe, just sit and yell at each other <laughs> every day? Yeah, it was uh, I, well received is not what we were within the uh, I mean, the, with the locker room and the team, it was all it was all fine because we all, you know, Joe had the, the, the niche of specialists and I had, you know, I was bouncing mm-hmm. around all over the place. But, you know, that that's what it was. But then throughout the campus, we were known as the, not really well received. We, we talked pretty uh, brash at each other and in, in about any environment, dining hall, classrooms. Uh, forums with uh, with outside analysts to come in and you know check in on the school and get a status report and just arguing in the middle of that. So mm-hmm. I, the arguing has never stopped. It's been the uh, the married couple pitch. We started hearing that I think junior year, and it only escalated uh, since. <laughs> so yeah, I and assume, it was. Go ahead. I sorry. Say, I, I, I assume while you guys were there, you didn't get to take uh, the Patriots jet to any games. Oh no. God, Brad's no. talking about it. No. No, we we did get to go see the uh, the the Patriots in uh, in training camp though. That was that was a fun experience. So we would like to thank uh, everybody for being able to make that happen. And I have to say that we when we went there, I don't know why this thought came to mind, but when we went to go do that, for some reason, Coach Flem dressed us up all wearing the same exact thing. Not wearing like like travel gear. We were wearing oh, yeah. workout gear. Oh, that's right. I forgot our about workout that. gear to go watch Patriots Patriots practice. We all looked like a bunch of dorks wearing the same thing, wearing like, <laughs> like we were going to hop in on the seven on sevens. You know? <laughs> right. My, my biggest issue is the shirts that year that they gave us were really tight. So like we're all walking oh, around with really tight shirts and shorts uh, in, in like an 80 degree day at Patriots practice, all wearing the same damn thing. So, well, uh, it, it, went from, <laughs> it went from raining, like it went from raining terribly to like, the only humid day New England has ever seen. So it went from just you got the wet shirt and then you got the the wet shirt with the steam and then the sweat. Yeah. So the the bus ride back, it was I don't know. It, it, was, it was a, a sight to be seen. It was, it was a sauna. That's what it was. And I'm surprised <laughs> that Robert Kraft, after seeing that, was like, "Yeah, let's give these guys the airplane. They they need it." Taking <laughs> <laughs> so, notes. What the owners' box? <laughs> it was this group of eighty losers. <laughs> So what is the Robert Kraft connection with Rhode Island? Uh, I don't think we're allowed. Sean, are we allowed to say? It, it's just a um, it, it's a New England it's just a New England thing. I yeah, would say. we'll tell you guys off air. It's yeah, it, yeah. a friend of ours kind of thing. We, but, yeah. we I, I don't want to I don't want to to blow up his spot. Did he buy Did the he university? We were worried about hospitals no, no. by universities out here. Is that what he did? No, it's not like that. It's just that there's somebody that we know that has a connection, and that's kind of part of the, the reason why that, that was able to happen. But I, we're too close friends with him that we don't want to blow up his spot, and him, he'd get mad at us if we did. So, All right, so that's fair. Hey, I found a picture of you guys all dressed the same right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if only. You think we can pull that off? <laughs> there's no shot. <laughs> so you guys yep. were there. like Brady, That was the Brady days, right? Tom yeah. Brady was there? Yeah, we got him up, up close. Oh, not up close, no. No, uh, Gronk came up close. Uh, I believe one of the McCordys came up close. Uh, maybe maybe they didn't. We There were a couple people that came up and, and yeah, did some Danny signing. Shelton did. I that's right, Danny that's Shelton. right. It was Danny Shelton who was up there. Uh, but yeah, but people came up and talked. I think maybe Logan Ryan w- uh, was speaking when he was on the Patriots. I think Logan Ryan did, and then who was the tight end at the time? I think Mar- it was Martellus Bennett. I think he came over and popped over and, and said. Oh, I don't think Martellus came over. It was so, Oh, it might have been Ben Watson? No, he wasn't there. It was a tight end, but regardless, yeah, yeah we got a couple uh-huh. guys that kind of came over and, and you know gave us their 
gave us their uh, spiel. But Tom Brady was was too important to talk to the the FCS guys apparently. <laughs> Gotcha. So keeping with the Rhode Island theme, Dustin Helton asked, looking at the URI schedule, they could use a win three of the last four. How does that make you feel about seeing URI in the playoffs and potential for a decent run? I mean, it's exciting to see that if if they can finish out this season strong to to be in that position. It's something that three of the four years that we were there, it was not even a possibility. Uh, we were really bad those three years, but the fourth year when we were juniors, we were six and five, and we really thought that we were going to get that invite and that shot to the playoff. Um, we were uh, a field goal, last second field goal against Maine away from really getting that opportunity. So to see the guys that we grew with and we trained with and we became better players with in our time when we were freshmen and, and um, sophomores that we, you know, were, were there at, at Rhode Island with, to see them in that position, it, it's exciting. Just and it makes us really happy to see that they've been able to do it. It's disheartening to see them get their asses kicked by Villanova forty-four to nothing because, again, those are our brothers, and we know that that they're capable of more than that. But um, it, no, it's exciting regardless. Want to see what happens from it. It's exciting, but they also have to win out. So as much as uh, you know, we got friends on the team, guys that were in our recruiting class are still on the team, and we just have so much. Uh, respect and love for them, but we're like, you guys got to win out if you want to make the playoffs because it is just going to be all knotted up throughout the end of this season. It's not going to be clear until it's actually set in stone. So as w- there's no delusions of grandeur on our end by any means. So how much do you guys end up watching like other FCS football? I mean, I know you guys pay attention to like the results and stuff, but like how much do you end up getting to watch like as far as games like Missouri Valley or Big Sky games? I- I'm actually in a rhythm now, or I guess rhythm is not the right word. I don't know how it's happened, but I'm, I've been so interested this specifically this season in FCS that if if it's not like a ranked on ranked FBS game, I'm like I'm not watching this crap. Who, who's playing right now? I'll, I'll I'll grab the most random game that that is available to me on ESPN and I'll put it on. Um, uh, but I, I probably watch like one game, one live game a week, and then I'll go back and rewatch tape if we really uh, if we really need to for talking about an episode. I'd say the accentuated uh, exposure from ESPN2 and ESPN Plus and ESPNU has definitely uh, given me the ability to watch more FCS games. And then that's just not only good for us to do a show, but it's good for more people to stumble across and say, oh, here's some quality football that we get to watch. So seeing what they've been doing and incorporating the FCS a little more this season has been uh, pretty positive uh, for both of us. And then uh, just looking generally to the FCS landscape. Gotcha. So do you guys have so you, you watched? You guys are Jack- big Harvard- flow sports guys. No, yeah, I hate flow sports. sports. I sports. absolutely dislike. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Sports. Joe took my flow sports account and then locked me out of the account. We were trying to watch games at the same time, so I had to cancel it because I couldn't. It, it was no, too no. bad. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't no, no, worth no. it. Was I have somebody on my flow sports account that, that, that we was were using not letting me the, watch the games. Why would we I watch were, the games? We How could I watch the games it. if he's taking my password and watch it at the same time? I'm getting the. It, it, it's it's. We were using it at the same time. Oh yeah there was like a 10 minute timer where it realized that there were two people using it at the same time and it would kick one of us out. So we just had to keep reloading it and redoing it. And apparently Sean, no, 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 no. I had to keep reloading it and doing it. You didn't. I had to. And then I had to, can- I canceled the account because I, this, this is not worth it. Lose. Any regrets? Yeah. If Ephraim Clark asks any regrets about your college experience at Rhode Island should have eaten more seafood. I took it for granted. I eat, I ate a bunch of seafood. I should have eaten more. Yeah, we should have punched Joe more. You, Sean, did that way more than he really was given. He deserved it way more than I took it easy on you. Yeah, sure you did. Uh, No, I agree with Sean on that one, man. We lived the housing that we had uh, off campus. We we live right by the ocean, 
So you all everybody lived that lived off campus in in beach houses pretty much, and it was like dirt cheap. It was cheaper than people that I know that went to school. Like my cousin went to school in Arizona. I was talking about it. And I'm like, my rent's like half of what yours was, and we're, I was living by the ocean. Now I agree with Sean though. I wish I went to the beach more. I wish I went to get more seafood because it's it's dumb now how the the level of access that that I realized we passed up on. It was fun though. We when when we did record at the house. Um, it, it was cool. We were we would record in Joe's room. He had the top room of the house um, because he found it and he decided, all right, finders keepers, and didn't want to do a, any, any type of other you know negotiation tactic to to divvy out the rooms. It's all good though. Uh, but we would record and we're looking right over the season and like, wow, that's that's really cool. And when it gets stormy, you're like, damn, that's cool. You just it, it's a really cool spot. Uh, it's quiet, a little slow, but it's fun. You know, not really not really any regrets in uh, in college. I wouldn't say, at least with Rhode Island. Maybe I should have taken the baseball tryout I was offered. Maybe that would have been fun to dual sport. Other than that, no. <laughs> no no regrets. I like it. Uh, so being a Jackrabbit show, we do have to ask you about Jackrabbit questions too. Have you been able to watch it much, and what are your thoughts on their season so far? Yeah, I think we've been exposed to a decent amount in uh, getting to watch the bigger games. I, I watched as much of the Colorado State victory uh, as possible. I think I watched like three quarters of that game. The one thing that just stands out to me about South Dakota State and the reason why I was so invested in them as the best team in the country, those two losses kind of puts them out of that conversation right now. But talent-wise, they have a lot of really good guys. Defensively, I, I think that they're a, a really well-rounded roster. And then Pierre Strong Jr. is easily one of the most underrated players in the country. There's a reason why NFL teams are hyping him up right now, or NFL uh, pundits are hyping him up, rather. Like, Jim Nagy loves him. I, I keep seeing Jim Nagy and, and other guys, he's with the Senior Bowl, talking about him. There is a legitimate shot that Pierre Strong Jr. gets drafted, and he gets drafted highly. He's got a lot of carries under his belt, which doesn't really help, but he's a very, very hard-nosed running back, and I think that he is the next in line to be the like the next James Robinson-type guy to get some touches in, in the preseason. Maybe a, a big-time starter gets, gets hurt above him, and he just takes it and runs with it. What I've noticed from South Dakota State is I, I as an off, a former, pardon me, offensive lineman, I normally focus on the offensive line first. And what I see is across the FCS landscape, a lot of schools take chances on guys in high school that are coming into college at like 340 pounds, 350 pounds, because maybe they can mold them into athletes. Uh, the South Dakota State offensive line is just a, a five some of just athletes that are just massive and they they got good body comp they got good footwork they're mean and that helps rock too so i've been very impressed with how they operate in the trenches there uh you don't see a lot of misassignments or miscues so that leads me to believe it's a very well coached team because the offensive line coach isn't operating that well because he's going to have a lot of say in the run game and then also in the pass game and then now in college football we're seeing additional coaching roles as like the pass game coordinator run game coordinator which i think is rather redundant uh when it could just be handled by the offensive line wide receivers coach whatever uh that's something that struck me as like wow look at these guys they're all lumberjacks that's what they are and they're they're strong they're mean that's something that i kind of gravitate to when i'm watching south dakota state football aside from all the the fun flashy play yeah and honestly i mean you mentioned the offensive line i think that's something that we've gotten away from is really pounding the rock with those big guys um, and I think part of it is, so Isaiah Davis was the other big back, you know, you saw him in that championship, what he did, oh, yeah. um, he got injured the second game of the year. He's went out with a broken collarbone. He's out. He probably won't be back for the NDSU game, maybe after that. Um, and so I think we've been 
maybe even protecting strong a little bit, making sure he doesn't get too many carries because uh, we need to have at least one good back. We've already got one uh, top SCS back out. So um, it'll be interesting, you know, going forward to see if we try to get back to the run, because I think that's what we've been missing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I guess what what are your thoughts, you know, since we won't have you on the show next week, going into the matchup against NDSU, how do you see that game playing out? Yeah, I, I think that it'll be a, a legitimate test opportunity for North Dakota State to really get that true understanding of, of how good they are. They're undefeated right now. They, they have that Missouri State win under their belt, which helps them. But both these squads do the same thing really well in my eyes on a broader stance, which is run the ball hard, effectively. They've got mean, talented offensive linemen. Uh, they're well-built on their defensive front. This is going to be a slugfest in my eyes, which is my favorite type of football to watch. It's going to be – I would anticipate it will probably – be relatively low scoring because both these teams have good defenses. Um, I and the, I think the one maybe deciding factor that's going to give North Dakota State maybe just a slight edge if they end up winning this game is just Quincy Patterson has been really fantastic so far this year. I think Gronowski's been great, or not Gronowski, um, Oladokun rather. Forgot that he stepped in. He's been great so far, but I just I, I have to give the edge to Patterson in that that head-to-head quarterback battle. So what's interesting, I don't know if you were able to pay attention or catch the NDSU game last week, but they it's it's to be determined whether it was injury related or if they actually pulled him, but they put Cam Miller into the game. They they took Patterson out and Cam Miller kind of provided a spark to their offense. So there's a little turmoil up in Fargo in terms of who who they think should be uh, taking the snap. So It'll be interesting to see who they roll out this week and then uh, what they do coming into Brookings. But I wouldn't be surprised to see either one, to be honest, just because Patterson has been effective in the run game, but not so much in the passing game. And I think right. they kind of realized that he might, you know, we, we might have seen a ceiling as far as the pass game goes. So maybe they think they're more dynamic if they get Miller in there. I'm not sure. But I guess, Brendan, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, uh, the, whole, the whole Cam's Miller, Quincy Patterson situation, I think we'll end up seeing uh, Cam Miller be honest with you it's going to be just like uh last in the spring not even last year because it's it's more fun when things happen twice especially uh except this time we'll be at home uh not to give away how i feel about that game but uh pretty excited for it uh yeah it that's going to definitely be something to watch though and in i could see uh patterson if he is healthy getting a, a quick uh quick hook in the next game and they handle it a lot like the zeb nolan cam miller situation yeah, Dustin Helton chimed in saying it'll be Cam Miller starting. If they put Quincy, Quincy Patterson on a short leash this week, he won't be on the field for the marker except for change of pace. Um, I think that's going to be the case. I think they turned Quincy into the, uh, you know, almost a running back, you know, a guy that can still throw the ball, but use him as a, a running back, and which I think makes him more dangerous, to be honest. If, you know, if, if you don't know, you know, who's going to be playing quarterback at the time and you know if he's in there you don't know if they're running or passing so you know i i i think they're going to be more dangerous with cam miller at the helm to be honest and, and sprinkling patterson patterson in i think calling him better than ola Doken might be a hackable offense who said that uh, i i Jeez. said that well because i think patterson's a, a <laughs> he's been an effective runner and statistically he was doing really well as a as a running quarterback throwing the ball he hasn't really done much but um, I actually didn't know about the Cam Miller stuff. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend like I I knew about that. Um, but I, I'm I'm shocked a little bit that they're gonna move on from him like that. I do kind of understand the 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 issue of him not being an effective 
thrower of the football. He's a great athlete. He's a really good athlete. He's a really good runner. And it just depends on what is the approach that they want to go with in, in, in this marker game is do we roll with the the bigger recruit, the guy who was uh, who's the, the more dynamic runner? I'm more concerned about what lavender drink Ben was just drinking just now. I, lavender. I, I, he must, I, <laughs> your screen must be off. Wait. The wait. Bloody Mary? Do you guys not know about oh, what we got going on here? You guys don't know about red beers, do you? Oh, no, I do no. not. What is that? Then what the, the hell got going on here? The Dakotas drink red beers, you psycho. You don't put red beers are for people that can't handle full-strength beer. Let's this be is, serious. This is Bush Light. With tomato juice and green olives. Oh my god! That real wow! What? I didn't know there was a thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're huge out here. My wife well, drinks them all the time. Well, Joe, I got some, I got some Samuel Adams, some shallots, and a bit. I grew of, up in Wisconsin. Horseradish. I, I might go whip something up downstairs after this. <laughs> Goodness gracious! I don't know what to make of that action. You've never heard of a Bloody Mary? It's like that without the worst. That, that's well, that's something that you make like for your friends at the the elementary school uh, lunch table to see who's going to drink it. We called it the sauce. <laughs> who's going to drink the sauce today, boys? <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. Whatever you can find at the lunch table. <laughs> Saw there was what something lunch, it. I had to ask. What you have that they were serving beer? No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to your school. Yes, exactly. <laughs> God. Oh, sorry that intrigued well, me. I, I, you I, guys I, I not stop focusing. <laughs> we'll we'll have some red beers at tailgate. I promise you that. I'm down. I'm down. I'll try one. <laughs> It'll change your life. You guys can bring it to the <laughs> bring it back to the coast. Goodness. Yeah, I, I think if I tried to break that out in LA, I think uh, I think I oh would be God. asked to leave. Everyone would tell me to leave. <laughs> be booted out of my house. They, and yeah, if they, you want, I'll have real beer at our tailgate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Chad's always got the the fancy beer. He, and they're in like thirty ounce cans. They're freaking huge. Oh, I like that. Well, wait, so oh, let me ask this. Actually, I don't mean to know, flip I've it never on got you a crawler there, but Ben only thinks you're there. I, I'm just curious to like, what's like the go-to South Dakota or just Dakota beer in general? Because I feel like every region's got that one beer that that everybody drinks. Uh, it's probably Bush Light. Bush Light. Okay. Yeah, Bush Light. Oh, all in. All in. Love the love <laughs> the Bush Light. Put that on us. All I mean, in. Yeah. If it you're probably is, one. but like that doesn't make it a good beer. It's a, <laughs> oh, it's don't, a don't get credit. It's a ju- beer, it's right? just fine. It's just, it's a it's a great beer. I'll go so far as to say it, as as being someone not too far removed from college just yet. <laughs> I'm not I'm not diving into the IPA pools. I'm not doing any of that nonsense. I'll be I'm incredibly happy with a bush. I got maybe I got one a bag here over here. I might start drinking it later after the show's done. You guys get the corn cans over there on the east coast. Oh, sometimes we get the corn cans. Hey, you gotta find you gotta search them out. Not every uh, not every supermarket uh, keeps them. I, I'll be damned, if, Joey. There's no way you guys have the corn cans over there. No, I don't even Not know a what chance that now. is. I don't know that they even have Bush Light on the left got those, but uh, I don't, got I don't the, even, we got we got camel cans, cans over right there. Now. Oh, I did see the Digi Camel look. pants. I think I, I, I cans. I think we got those here. What kind I'm of all beer in. are you drinking out in LA? Uh, it's well, we were talking about this before. Oh, LA tap water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you really messed get up. Get you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lagunitas and and any of the San Diego beers are the uh, pro- popular ones. I don't I don't know a single beer brewed in L.A. and I probably I wouldn't want to drink that either. But the, the San Diego beers are good. Lagunitas is good. Uh, uh, Trumer's really good. Some of the other ones that I've tried, but uh, beer's not especially out here. It's wine, which you know like, it is what it is. It's not like the East Coast. It's not like the Midwest. It's Joe Gardia, everybody. 
You were only you guys, get that reference. I, I, I know it's a, it's an awful joke for this for this show. Were you guys awful. pounding pounding Yinglings out on the East Coast then? So we had uh, the uh, have wait have you guys seen Jaws before? Yeah. So you know yeah. the beer that they drank in Jaws was the Narragansett. That's the beer that they drank. So the that's what is the name of the the, the city the the town that everyone lives in. Uh, if you're an off campus student, you live in Narragansett. So there's a the Narragansett beer is is brewed in Providence, and you can find it in literally anywhere you go. Literally walk in, there's cases of it. They're tall, like what twenty four ounce cans, Sean? Or yeah, they got, they got they got it all. They Six got the candies. Four, yeah. They got it all. Yeah. They 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 figure they mess around Fantastic. with it. So it, it, cheap. It's okay. Too. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah. I don't know if pretty good is the right word. It's a good college beer, and it's kind of a good. It, you know, you're you're well, in the town where it's brewed in, so it's it's gonna right. be better than. I've had it in Virginia. I know everybody. Everybody's like, you know, Miller Lite tastes better in Milwaukee. When I was there, it kind of did. So whatever that kind of psychosomatic thing that goes on with that nuances of flavoring, and you're like, all right, it kind of does taste better when I'm sitting here in Rhode Island. I've always wondered how that was pronounced, and thank you for that. Yeah, it's Narragansett is the proper pronunciation. You would. It's impossible to guess if you, unless somebody's actually said it out loud. I've had the cream ale before, so. <clears throat> Chad, well, can you help him out with some good popular local beers b- besides Bush Light, for the love of God? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got some South Dakota beers I picked up at JJ's Wine and Spirits here uh, this week. And, uh, you know, we got we always have some Spotted Cow hanging out, which mm. is a Wisconsin. It's pretty good. You may yeah. or may not know, but Brendan's a Scani, uh, you know, and so he's a big fan. Um, Scani? Yeah, that's what that's what they is call it, Wisconsin. Is that the terminology? If you're from Never heard Wisconsin, it. it's a Scani, right? Brandon, help me out on that. You're just better than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, they think they can drink more and faster than everybody, but I defy Brendan to drink drink a beer faster than me. But anyway, I um, I can't drink a beer faster than you. Well, uh, you know, Joe's from Jersey, so we just call him a a stinky. Uh, instead of a, you know, that that's what the terminology is. <laughs> there we go. I still don't get that bit where where everyone says it's there's a noticeable smell in New Jersey. That's I not true. I've been on that turnpike plenty of times. My it guy, it smells like excellence. Is what it smells <laughs> like. You're a silly goose. Out there. You know, the the name he's going to be called at the tailgate gets longer. It used it was going to be Hollywood. Now it's it's it went to hairless Hollywood Joe. stinky. No, no, no. hairless Hollywood Joe. We got to clear you something up. All right. The hairless bit, it can't be carried over to South no, Dakota. It no. can't because that's it done by Colin. It's one person. You have one fan. He's it. Yes. Have any of you guys ever interacted with Colin Sutrick before? Any? Uh, no? no. Okay. Good. Good. I, I don't know where he came from, but he has, he's the, the, the only day oneer that we actually have. Like, we've got other day oneers that have been listening <laughs> to the show, but he has tuned into literally everything that we have everything. done. He listens to my draft podcast. Uh, he listens to this. We did a side show that was just a, a football talk. He listened to that, and it, he never fails. He consistently comes up with the weirdest crap to say and and the weirdest comeback. So that, I don't even know where the hairless Joe thing came from. He just called me that one day. I on think Twitter. I called you. I think I was a passing comment. Me saying you looked bald one night because the light yeah. on your hair. <laughs> and, and, and he stuck he with it and ran it with up. it. It's been a year and a half, and he's still been. Maybe I did it. Maybe I did a Field of Dreams, shoeless Joe Jackson, hairless Joe. I don't know what that it was. It. I, no, I, you, you didn't come I up. I don't with remember that. what it you is. Just, what is you it? You just called me bald. You just said like it looks like is, your was it that simple? Receiving. 
Oh, yeah, it was that. Yeah. You were just giving me a hard time. I think they, I said something about your hair. You said something about mine, and it turned into Colin being weird. Everyone yeah. go check out Colin on Twitter. New England. No, fan. no, <laughs> no plugs. No plugs. No plug it. Can't even get an ed- <laughs> it's like Michael Myers. He just keeps on getting stronger. <laughs> you can't go back on it now. <laughs> well, we know it's getting late, especially out on the East Coast. Uh <laughs> We will we'll end it on the beer conversation because that's probably where we'll start it when we see you guys next time. Um, we're excited for you guys to come out to Brookings. Uh, we we can't wait for everybody that most people know where we tailgate. These guys will be hanging out uh, in our tailgate area out in the library a lot. So, yeah, come on. Come on and see them and hang out with them and have a beer. But we uh, really appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, any parting thoughts before you go? No, I just appreciate you guys really uh, taking the time to have us on and get the introduction to talk to you guys before we end up meeting up in, in South Dakota. And, and I, I'm going to probably say this a million times when we're there, but again, thanks again for the, the hospitality that you guys have shown in, in terms of helping us out and, and, and being willing to reach out and provide input on, on getting there and, and also just providing us with, with somewhere to hang out before the game and tailgating and also for help with the tickets. Like I, It really means a lot that you guys have been um, you know, so generous throughout this whole thing because like we, we it, our expectation when like i was saying in the beginning was that like a couple people were going to respond and we were going to pick somewhere and sean and i were just going to go but to have people that were this excited to be a part of something like this and an experience for something us to do something new it it really does mean a lot yeah after receiving many half invitations up to uh joe's crib in new jersey it's nice to actually be wanted somewhere uh by some people <laughs> so <laughs> but no it's gonna be great it's gonna be a lot of fun and then um uh, layers. I got a question about layers before we sign off. What do, what am I bringing? What do I need? I what haven't I looked at go, the forecast uh, yet. Jacket wise. Not wear shorts. Okay, gotcha. Forecast doesn't matter. Sh- you know better. The shorts. Forecast doesn't matter. Do I need long the guy to, to wear shorts in like thirty degrees and, and no ask short. why you're? Oh, that's cold. me. You, yeah, wanna, you, you know what? I've aired, I've aired you out enough. I, I'm, I'm, I'll take that one. I'll take that one on me. <laughs> You know, bring, uh, long, bring long, long johns, johns are case, a good idea. Yep. Can do. Okay. Got me some long johns. I don't think I'm going to need a big puffy jacket. Long but johns, you need sweatpants. Sweater. Yeah. You need something for your hands. I'm going to need gloves. Bring a big jacket, just in case. Big and, uh, jacket. God forbid bring it in. rains and it's like 35. You got to be prepared. Yeah, just You're coming case. to South Dakota. The weather changes on a dime here. You got to bring. got to be prepared for everything. Bring a hat. Bring gloves. Just make sure. We can bring some extra raincoats if it's gonna rain. So oh, you get too, too kind. We got it our own. It could be raincoat. anywhere from we like sixty-five. You you're too. You're too nice. You're too nice. You're drinking crazy concoctions after playing pickup basketball. You're just too nice. I can't do it. It's the best bit I've ever seen. That's all I'm gonna do from here on. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna start filming myself after coming back from the gym. And I'm just gonna pour up some crazy ass uh, beer concoction. Be like, wait, hey, wait, wait, wait! Like you I'm weren't talking. already mixing uh, Hennessy and cranberry juice. Like that was some that's a good normal mixture. Thing. That's a good okay, mixture. But that's not some normal thing to do. You already I don't put vegetables in it. Joe, Joe, cognac <laughs> goes with everything. Come Thank on, you. Thank you, Chad. You know what? These, these are our people, Joe. <laughs> right. Put some uncooked pasta in there next time you do <laughs> your cranberry and honey. <laughs> Some granola. <laughs> I like it. On that note, thank you very much, guys. We appreciate you hopping on, and we're excited to see you next week. Yeah, thanks again, guys, for having us on. We're looking yep. forward to hanging out. Thanks so much. <laughs> All right, Chad, if you want to knock those guys out of here, we can, we can get them out of here. Yeah.
Just and we can continue our show. Come on, mash them out, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, it's appreciate. just openly commanding. Boot them up. Boot them. Get them out. <laughs> they had to keep being on. Like, I, I, I like, got to do what the boss wants. You know, it's getting late for them. Well, for one of them, anyway. It's early for the other one. But yeah. Anyway. That was way more fun than talking about our, the, what happened on Hobo Day. I much right. prefer, because normally we would have came on here and been like, yeah, Hobo sad. Day really sucked, didn't it? <laughs> like, angry. That, that sad, was way, disappointed, angry. That was way more fun. And, you know, Kyle, Kyle and Dallas did a good job of uh, covering all that for us. So we were able to, you know, take a minute and have some fun uh, so we can all uh, regroup for the next uh upcoming game that we got here exactly you know what let's do that let's if you want to the breakdown of how that game went and how poorly we played and what we need to do better go listen to the a team uh they break it down great um i'll just i have one thought before we we'll get into picks in a sec or review our picks in a second here um in my opinion we need to establish the run again We've gotten too far away from it. We passed the ball too many times. We abandoned it, and I hate it. And we've got the offensive. We got. I think it's the best offensive line in the country. We need to use it. So that's my that's my thing that I think we need to do going forward, and that we didn't do well against you and I. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> reality. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Uh, reality is, is getting, yeah, getting choked just, up about the game. <laughs> But um, I was pretty emotional, like in an angry version. Um, big shout out to everyone uh, that I met at tailgates and in the stands came out. So yeah, it was awesome. Uh, we love when you guys do that. That was so fun. Um, but uh, as it comes to the game, not going to focus too much on it. Whenever SDSU is passing 54 times in a game, that's too many times. Um, that being said, even though we did that, um, it, it, it like 12 drops. You can't tell me that that wasn't a hobo day game where the team wasn't, was fully focused. So um, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, there's a lot of season left. There's a lot of opportunity for this team to get back on track, get their biggest goal. Um, probably not going to win a Valley title this year with two losses unless they just completely drop. Um, yeah. Ryan Drake, uh, title sponsor Drake's place, the six Oh five piglets they brought over being cold, uh, by the time I ran them over to you, it didn't matter. And I'm a no. dude who I don't like, cold, I don't like cold food. I don't, if a food is supposed to be hot, I need to eat it warm or hot. I can't eat cold food, but those were damn good. And even cold, I don't care. I felt like uh felt like a judge on some cooking show, and they were phenomenal. <laughs> they, you guys, got to go to Drake's place because that's what the rest. That's of the what I'm saying. Like, like out of there's the no way that he's making food like that at at the at Drake's place. Like, he if that's to. the case, sure. there should be there should be Drake's place all over the country because that food was delicious. I want to. I it, you know. <clears throat> If if he's gonna have just the six oh five piglets on the menu, I demand a franchise in Renner. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah, the people when... want, and by people I mean me. I'm the people. That's what <laughs> I want. <laughs> no, hold on. I, I'm in on that too. It's not that far from my house, and those were fantastic. 
Yeah. So thank you, and Sweet. we don't care. We don't care they were cold. We just appreciate you coming that far to give them to us. We really appreciate the sponsorship and him bringing stuff to us. That was awesome. So and that's the you know what. Go ahead. Now we can say we the people because there's three of us. So we the people want a Drake's place in Renner. Agreed. We'll start that movement. Uh, <laughs> Dustin asks, with the marker of the following weekend, Youngstown State is now a trap game for the Jacks? Question mark. I normally I would say yes if if things were if things were good. What are you laughing at? Okay, Ron Burgundy. Question mark. <laughs> it was on the prompter. Question mark on the teleprompter. <laughs> Who did it? Ben will read anything that goes on the screen. <laughs> All right, uh, aerial thirds or now fourths, the Drake's place vote. I like that. Uh, trap game, I would normally say yes, but because we've got two losses and we're coming off of that ugly game, I think it's definitely not a trap game anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm Brendan Lidke. I'm, I'm <laughs> I, like I was this close to being him for Halloween, this close. Who? Ron Burgundy. Oh, I thought you were talking about Rev. Like you're gonna just wear the <laughs> wear the oh wear God, the cardboard Rev for Halloween. <laughs> just oh like put, God, the... poke eye holes in it. <laughs> Changing my costume. That'd be amazing. <laughs> All right. What were we uh, talking anyway, about? The, oh is it a trap game or not? I don't think so. Not after not after a loss like that. They'll they're gonna need something to to get them refocused before the NDSU game. So I I think they'll be they'll be worried about playing well and getting back on track. Yeah. Um, I think if we were uh, undefeated at this point mm. or, you know, then yeah, I would have said absolutely 100% trap game. It's Youngstown state and um, Youngstown state is, can be spooky. Um, but <clears throat> um, see, Chad, this is what happens when you get up and go to the bathroom, but Ben puts <laughs> it up while you're away and you put it up a second time. <laughs> Chad's over there laughing so hard. It's like we already we already did. We already did How did this. you know that's exactly what happened? I went to the bathroom. Yeah, we he already, didn't wash we his hands. Over he didn't wash his hands. He didn't wash his hands. Anyway, which is a fun chance to do when the opposing team's player runs out of the locker room during the game. Decided. Oh we'll God, get those that. get those Bud Light seltzers out of here. Those are nasty. It's the Apple Crisp, the only good one. No way. Oh, Ryan Drake coming in from Drake's place. And, uh, they're normally on a six-inch hoagie. No way. That for real. Ooh. Wow. I'm in love, Get I think, with the sandwich. Shut up. Get a Drake's place near us now. Let's do it. All right. Now. We're starting the petition tomorrow. All right. Yes. Now that we've uh, glossed over Hobo Day because nobody wants to talk about that mess, we will uh, recap. No, I want to talk about one part of that mess. One part. Oh, do you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure this will go well. Um, this is a frustration, but it's also a, a round of applause. Uh, SESU, out, we outdrew that, that team up north there on Hobo Day, which is a pretty good deal, I think. I think that is uh, that was an awesome crowd. Uh, the students really showed out. They showed out to the point that uh, Joshua Hosman was like, this is crammed and came over by our seats. Um, so they showed out. Really good crowd. Um, 
want to see an even bigger one for the marker game, but obviously that's next week. Uh, I just wanted to mention that that was, you know, I've been really disappointed in the Hobo Day crowds for like the last probably three years now. So it was awesome to see a huge one like that. It was awesome. Unfortunately, we did what SDSU seems to do is lay an egg in front of a really big crowd. Um, right. I would I would encourage anybody that was there that wasn't normally there to come back because uh, yes, it was a bad day for this team. This is a good team. They will play better. They'll get back on track. And uh, the marker game is going to be sweet. So get your tickets for that and come hang out with us and the Believe Boys. All right, moving on from Hobo Day. We will quickly recap uh, our picks. Uh, we mentioned the Rhode Island game. They lost 44 to 0. Brendan, uh, which one, which team did you pick in that one? <laughs> I, I, well, uh, not not the right one. And I blame <laughs> uh, Hairless Joe and the boys. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he said that was supposed to die now you're just perpetuating i mean it. i mean hollywood i blame hollywood and tofu sean there you go yeah dustin <laughs> says layer egg now versus laying one in the quarterfinals let's hope so let's hope that they got that out of their system and we're we're good to go now um so yeah uh rhode island did not cover not even by a little bit they got whooped 44 to 0 by villanova um Brennan was on the wrong side of that one and then UND beat Western Illinois 34 to 10 which was an impressive win for UND they covered uh pretty easily I was on the wrong side of that one yeah um uh, uh-huh oh it's not yeah. big and dramatic when you pick wrong but when I pick yeah. wrong, I see all those rolls okay <laughs> quickly quickly roll through yeah. um Indiana State had a pretty good win against Youngstown State um which you know you hate to see a, a team get beat coming into us like that, especially against another team that was pretty low in the Valley, but I'm hoping that's an indication that Youngstown state just isn't in it this year. Um, we'll see come this week. NDSU got a scare, a big scare. Uh, they were down for most of that game against Missouri state. Um, they NDSU ended up winning 27, 27 to 20, but they did not cover. Um, I had that one right, Brennan had that one wrong. And then same for the Illinois State game, who USD, uh, they got they were all the way up to number 12. Uh, and apparently they couldn't handle the pressure because they yeah. lost to an Illinois State team that they were 18-point favorites against. Well, Not, the big deal in that game was Carson Camp got knocked out, didn't he? I hadn't heard that yet. Is he out for a long time? Yeah. I have no idea what his injury was, but I do remember hearing he got knocked out during the game. Wasn't it on a questionable call that might have been helmet to helmet? Well, Chad, you're you're back from the bathroom. Good to see you. Yeah, it was. He, he didn't wash his hands. He didn't wash his hands. Um, <laughs> he's never. He's, I've been here for a while, Ben. Just look down a little further. He's never going to go to the bathroom in the show again. He's going to bring a bottle. <laughs> Just go right in the seat. <laughs> He's getting a fridge in that room so he doesn't have to leave for another I, drink. I didn't hear. What did you say about Carson Camp? I wasn't paying attention. I believe it was on a play that might have been questionable whether it was helmet to helmet targeting. targeting. Uh, yeah, T-boned right. in the dome. 
Yeah, there you go. Brad Brad chimed in there. He said Chad is right. They Brad should have been targeting says, Chad is right. Should they showed it on Twitter? Hadn't seen that yet. But um yeah, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, because they were on a roll. Um that's a big blow to them if if he can't be back in because he was a big part of how they were doing. Um so yeah, you hate to see it though. You hate to see them get to the highest ranking they've had in quite a while and get the rug pulled out from under them against a team they should have beat by a lot at home. But I digress. I, I cried then, one tear. <clears throat> yeah. Well for their fans. Cried cried more tears for the game that SDSU had against you and I. Obviously we lost 26-17, did not cover our 10 point favorite. Um so yeah. we agreed we weren't talking about that game anymore. I know. Uh and then here you are. Well, yeah, so we were hoping your reverse, you know, picking against us would work again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you you did hit the cover, but it, it didn't go well for us at all. Didn't feel good. I don't feel good about it. All right. So I ended up going forward and two. You went three and three. You dropped another one. Now you're two picks back. So you got some, got some work to work to do there. All right, so let's quickly go over the top 25, see where we're at and other Missouri Valley teams are. I believe Chad's got that pulled up. That's uh, We've got NDSU sitting at number two, Southern Illinois all the way up to number three, and then we've got SDSU sitting at 10, and Northern Iowa up to 15, Missouri State at 17, and USD down at 19. So I believe that's six, five or six in the top 20. One, two, three. I can't count right now. Yeah. Six in the top (laughs) 20, which is, again, it's, um, we talk about all the time how tough the Missouri Valley is. And clearly it's coming to fruition, you know, with these, you know, and we knew, I mean, it's tough to lose at home, but coming into the season, we knew all of our, all of our tough games are at home. And we knew we had a tough home schedule and, you know, you hope being at home that we can come out on the right side of it. But um, another petition we need to start is to never schedule you and I on Hobo Day again. Uh, yeah. Because it, it historically has not gone well for us. I don't know. How does that even happen? How Why are you talking about it again? How is we, it that I, I frequent? <sighs> All right. Let's, let's check the Missouri Valley standing, see where we're at. Uh, NDSU and Southern Illinois sitting up at top and they avoid each other this year. So that's kind of an interesting thing. Um, and then we've got USD Missouri state sitting at three and two us Northern Iowa sitting at two and two Indiana state at two and three. And then you got Illinois state, North Dakota, Youngstown state at one and three and Western Illinois at one and four. Um, so Youngstown state's kind of down there battling for the bottom of the Valley um, that's who we play this week, and we will talk about that game shortly. We are going to now go to our pick segment, which is brought to you by Shenanigans, uh, which Brendan has the shirt on this week. He's frozen, but he, oh, there he is. Shenanigans, win or lose, we came for the booze. I like that. So, yeah. I'm not turning uh, around. It's that stuff on the back. Yeah, go to it says something about the home just, of Jack Jackrabbit Sports. Yeah, but. Uh, 
I'm sitting on a couch with a desk in front of me. If I try to turn around and show the back, it's going to look like yeah. I'm making a terrible TikTok, like I'm a 16 year old girl or something. So I don't no. need to. Yeah, we're not. Nobody wants to do nobody, that. Nobody wants to see nope. that. Nobody. The important. Wants that. The important part is go to Shenanigans. We've uh, they're the home of Jackrabbit Sports in Sioux Falls. Um, walk in that place and it feels like home. Uh, feels like Brooking. So. Um, is, this weekend's a good opportunity to do that. I know I saw the Sioux Empire Staters is having their watch party there again um, at Shenanigan, so go check that out this weekend if you're not doing anything else on Saturday. We This week, we are not pitching, picking an out-of-conference game because, honestly, the out-of-conference slate was pretty weak. Um, the game of the week kind of is in the Valley anyway, and so we're just going to pick Valley games. Um, the first one is North UND going to Missouri State. What do you think this line? Oh, yeah, never mind. You already seen the line. This line was very surprising for me. <laughs> no, you can, you can bring that up. Uh, for those that don't know, actually, this is a good plug for uh, my Twitter is Captain Jacks. So you can follow me there. I post them there. Um, the FCS Fans Nation page is a fun page. Um, where there's a lot of FCS talk. Uh, so I, I encourage anybody that's an FCS fan, a Jax fan, to go check that out. Um, you can kind of learn more about the rest of the FCS landscape. Um, I post these lines on there every week. But um, this one was a surprising spread. I thought Missouri State only by five at home versus UND. That is surprising. Um, but didn't they – That this was the game that was supposed to happen last year. Um, that they basically mutually agreed to not play mm. at the end of the season. They both took the title. So um, this will be an interesting one. I will take uh, – that's a lot. That's a fairly decent road trip for um, UND, and so especially in the, for in the conference anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and take Misery State. Uh, you know, after hard-fought battle, it might be close. I think Missouri State pulls it away way in the end um everybody knows you, you you play a tough game with uh ndsu you get a little beat up and i could see a first quarter first half sluggishness for missouri state but i think they'll take it take it in the end by a touchdown we've got maxwell smart chiming in says he's not he's not surprised by that line he thinks missouri state should be on upset alert are you an, a unt fan or just uh interested party because i'm i'm interested because <laughs> because i think you know, that people are allowed to have didn't he mention ndsu at bad. one point ah maybe he's an ndsu fan i don't know but i i guess in my opinion i think this is an easy line i think missouri state should be favored by more like eight to ten um fcs better i like that well hey thanks for thanks for watching man um I'm interested in your your takes on any other bets too. So chime in whenever you want. But um, yeah, in my opinion, I think it should be eight to ten. So I'm going to take Missouri State in this one. I think they win by at least a touchdown, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's more. But Maxwell Smart, um, you know, maybe he's smarter than me. So we'll see. Uh, the next ah, one we got bad pun. Boo, <laughs> boo! This I man mean, really. You went with the pun on that one. Sorry, I oh. approve. I approve. Get out of here. God. <laughs> All right. All right. Go do, do your stuff. The, the next no one. Bad puns. Wait, who did you take? You take you took Missouri State, right? Yeah, probably. 
Yeah, thank you. I guess you'll have to listen to the whole episode just to find out. No, I that's why I have to do now because I don't have time <laughs> for that. All right. Illinois State goes to Western Illinois. Um, kind of the these two bottom dweller teams in the in the Missouri Valley right now. Both don't have a chance to make the playoffs. Western Illinois is favored by two at home. Thoughts? I don't have any good ones. I'll take Western because they're at home. Uh, you know, I, I just think they're they're a better team, a more dangerous team. I think I'll take Western at home for no other reason than Western's at home. I'll take Western as well. See, I wasn't going to mention anything about 420 at the end. Oh, but don't put that up like maybe, that. Oh, God. Maybe. You thought we get in trouble maybe. when I use my one F-bomb of the year. What? And hey, then, man, it's it's legal wait. in most places now. Oh, It's legal what, in most places now. states is most? Uh, well, it's, I don't know. It, but that does Are explain his... It explains his take on the Missouri State line. Maybe <laughs> medical in South Dakota. Medical only. Exactly. Medical cannabis. Maybe it's medical that's a majority. Okay. Anyway, it's okay. becoming more and more accepted. And yeah, as Chad said, well, I'll put up his comment. It's called Fade Brendan Get Rich. That's right. Um, you can, even... can we appreciate the fact that Chad is producing jumping on and talking and he's also he's... commenting on the same podcast that he's producing and talking on right now if this i says... missed your comment that's why and this says <laughs> this says that we have 12 viewers but i'm pretty sure chad's like four of them he's... he's got four screens up to watch he's... i'm only he's... two of them i promise like... <laughs> yeah that's good anyway uh, gotta bump them numbers up. Get, get right. sponsorships. <laughs> gotta get my Scoopy tokens. Also, most people probably don't know how bad Chad is at texting. Did you type this on your phone, or did you did you type this on your computer, Chad? I'm common. I hate to admit it was on my computer. <laughs> so, so you blame maybe it's your not phone. always autocorrect. You blame the phone all you're like, oh, this damn phone. It's it, it's yeah. Demonizing his phone. Just demonizing it regularly. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Apparently you're just just carefree, carefree typer all around. That's Max chiming period. in with his I never said engineers were great at spelling. I love That's... his betting take. He's got He's got a his top play is a 10 point teaser with Jackson State minus 11 and a half, Incarnate Word minus 18 and a half, and Villanova minus four. Love it. Book it. Nice. I like it. All right. Thanks for chiming in there. Uh, where were we? We were picking the. I picked Western Illinois as well. Um, you did too. All right. Yep. NDSU, big time favorite, 27 and a half points at home over Indiana State. I'm going to take Indiana State to cover this. I I don't know why I've fallen on that sword earlier this year. I just have faith in them, and I don't have faith in NDSU's offense. So, And I think NDSU might be looking ahead to next week a little bit. Now, this is entirely possible that it's a trap game for them. Um, I think a little bit with the contra- quarterback controversy. Um, you know, you might be on to something, but I'm going to go with my gut and say that they're going to pull uh, old, if Patterson plays at all and Cam Miller is going to put up some points for him. So maybe if this was after 
Cam Miller been playing a little bit longer for two, three weeks the, this season, then I'd take Indiana State. But with him coming in there, I'm going to take the homeless uh, cow donkeys at home. I like it. All right, and then this is the the game of the week in the FCS, especially with you and I coming off their win against us. It's Southern Illinois, number three, going to fit number 15, UNI. Huge game for UNI. Um, you know, we talked about prior to our game last week, it, UNI it was kind of got their backs against the wall. They needed a win. They got it. It'll be interesting to see how they respond. Uh, Southern Illinois is favored by five and a half at UNI this weekend. Uh in the Uni Dome, it's a desperate UNI team. Uh, Southern Illinois has, it's not just a habit at this point, it's just their DNA to squeak by teams that in, in good games. So even if Southern Illinois wins, I think they win by like a field goal or, you know, say something crazy happens, like someone goes for two in overtime. You know, say that happens. <laughs> <laughs> they will win by one. So How did that ever just... happen? Let's just say, not that that would happen twice in a row, because that'd be weird. Because if that happened twice in a row, and I had a nickel for each time, I'd only have 10 cents, but it'd be weird to happen twice, right? It would. Uh, <laughs> I'm so taking you're, you and I. You are, I am, so is Maxwell. He says, give me the home dog. Chad, tell me that you... Oh my God! <laughs> Come on, man! He's still doing it. In, in a, and he's putting his own comments up. In a text, I put that one up. In a text explaining that you're having a few extra beers, <laughs> you still go and make a typo. Or was it on purpose? I hope so. I really, really hope so. But I don't. I just don't know for sure. I don't know if I can trust that all the way. Right. All right. And then we've got come to our game, SDSU. We're going to Youngstown State, um, which always is kind of a weird place to play. It seems like we have weird games there. Um, we, I hate this line, are favored by 17 and a half at Youngstown State. Ooh. Now, Youngstown State hasn't played well this year. They, it doesn't, you know, they don't have any playoff aspirations. Um, but they haven't been losing games by, I mean, I guess they did lose to Northern Iowa 34 to seven, but that was at, at Northern Iowa. They beat Missouri state two weeks ago, three weeks ago now, uh, beat Missouri state at their place 41 33. So, I mean, they're still dangerous. I mean, we can't overlook yep. them. And yep. so, I mean, 17 and a half is just kind of crazy to me after the game, you know, that we've been having. So, so is, is that your official official stance? Uh, my official stance, I think I, I'll take. I'm gonna take Youngstown State's cover. I think we okay. win by. I think we win by exactly seventeen. Exactly seventeen. Yeah, and we're we will not cover. Well then, uh, you know, I'm thinking uh, we're gonna have an angry SDSU team coming up here. Um, and, and not so much angry. I just think better focused because. It's that we're, we're such a good team. You know, I mean, that was a good UNI team we played. <clears throat> but um, we and we should have beat them. It was just mental error, mental error, mental error, mental error. Um, you know, just haven't fully been locked in. And, yeah, we thought the loss to Southern Illinois was going to do it. 
but then um it didn't happen and sometimes you know you do it, it does take a couple smacks of the head i can tell you from the amount of brain cells that i have left that you got to get hit in the head a couple times to learn something some once in a while so um i think they're going to come out really focused here this game so and really take it to Youngstown and focus on making a statement before uh, the next week. So I'm going to go ahead and take uh, the Jacks on this one. We're going to do a little flip-flop action and see if that flips our karma. You know, I hope it does. Um, you know, you talked about, well, we'll put up Max. Max mentioned the the total. We never really talked to totals here, but I do post them in my, my post on Fans Nation on Twitter. He's thinking the 64.5 seems like a decent number to take an over. Um, yeah, potentially just cause I think like Brennan said, our offense is going to be mad. We're looking to be looking to point, get put up some points, get right. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised to see our defense, you know, show up too. And, you know, hopefully we're getting some guys back off injury that, uh, we really need. And, um, yeah, I think the important thing for us this game is just clean up the mental errors. Um, between the drops and I mean, the problem was when Oladokun was making good throws, the they were dropping them, and then sometimes he made bad throws that weren't catchable. So it's like if you have both of those, you know, it's uh, it's a bad bad juju there. So um, Brad mentions Brendan, the Jacks never lose after you drank chocolate milk on the show. I haven't seen a whole lot of uh, chocolate milk drinking by Brennan, so maybe maybe we need to get that back into the he might into right. the fold he, here. Okay, Brad, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that under uh, I'm gonna take that I'm and I'm gonna use it. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna hook up <clears throat> some chocolate milk. I think that needs to happen. Those are wise words from a wise man. Yeah, Max Max is saying fifty to seventeen would be entertaining to watch. Uh, I would love that assuming you're talking about the Jacks winning 50 to 17. Um, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I, I really hope we get back to the run game. I think we need to find ourselves in the run game and things will progress from there. If we can establish the line scrimmage, establish the run game, the passing game only gets easier from there. Um, yeah. I think we just need to get some confidence back. And, and this is, we're playing the right team to do that. I would hate to be playing NDSU this week coming off of that game and trying to get get right again, um, you know, it uh, it it would be tough. So we're we're playing the right team again. It's a dangerous team, so we can't you know think we're just going to walk in there and win. But um, if we if we have an opportunity to get right, it's it's against Youngstown Youngstown State this weekend. <laughs> right? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Brad Koenig says Dr. K gives Brendan the winning <clears throat> pre- prescription. Time to get back on the winning track uh yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to do that next week but it's, that was quick huh that was just on there really fast and i'm not gonna say it for the viewers because you gotta go watch on youtube at the hour and 11 minute mark but uh ryan's right you know i hope we stay healthy um we're getting healthy uh the defense especially needs to get healthy um and realistically to have a shot at a seed now absolutely have to win out and it starts this week. If we don't win out, we're not going to get that bye week to get healthy that we desperately need. That bye week this early in the season that we had, I think is killing us right now. Absolutely killing us to have a bye week that early in the season. Um, I hope it never happens again. I hope it's, you know, mid to late 
late October that we have our buys from now on. I haven't checked the next year. Um, Maxwell Smart says, go out and play like you did up versus Western Illinois. Get that win and get me my cash. <laughs> but, uh, um, not, how, not how we did first half against Western Illinois. but Right. You know, that, but, that's another thing. We need to see a complete game. When's the last time we saw a full, uh, a well-played complete game from these guys? Colorado um, State. Yeah, honestly. It's Colorado State. That's what it was. You know, and, and we haven't seen a full complete game from the starters. Um, so, yeah. Re- yeah, that's all I want to see. I want to see us come out focused and sharp for a full four quarters. That's that's what I really want to see. I don't want to see drop balls and things like that, missed assignments. And I want to see the Hogs take over and dominate. Um, I don't think we've seen them take over and dominate a game. Uh, boy. Like like they, they're capable of. It's been a while, man. It's It's been a while before the, since they've actually absolutely owned the game from start to finish, which they are 100% capable of. Yeah, Chad mentioned six of five hogs need to show what they're made of. You know, I I hope while they're there, I mean, I'll guarantee they went back and looked at the film against UNI. UNI dominated the line of scrimmage on in on defense. They it was I mean, I think it was 94. He was all over the place in the backfield, just disrupting everything, uh, making a mess out of the line of scrimmage. So credit to UNI. I mean, they they've got some beasts up there, but I think our guys need to kind of kind of take that to heart and uh, show show what they're made of, like like Chad said. Mm-hmm. Well, outside of that, any uh, parting thoughts for everybody here? Nothing, nothing big. Uh, go to go to shenanigans and enjoy the Sioux Empire Staters deal. Get yourself up to Drake's place. I I can't really put into words how good those piglets were. Um, you know you. This this ain't gas station food, folks. This is good barbecue joint. Good, like, and this I'm not like, talking like good. Oh, it's a good up north. Bar- I mean, like a good barbecue saw, like a good barbecue place. <laughs> All right, thanks. Like, appreciate South. Appreciate that, Dustin. Yeah, good show, fellas. As always, thank you. Um, no, yeah, this is like destination food. Like you go, you drive to get this food, and right. it's yeah. So yeah, credit to. Credit to uh, Mr. Drake himself. All right. Well, with that, I think we better. We're we're running up on minute fifteen or an hour fifteen. Chad, Chad, Chad Chad's giving us the crazy eyes here. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know what's going on with Chad tonight. Anyway, uh, as always, go big, go blue, go go Jacks. This podcast has been brought to you by Jackrabbit Illustrated. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Drake's Place in Bottle, and to Jackrabbit Central and Shenanigans. Subscribe to this podcast in all of the Jackrabbit Illustrated podcasts and like and follow Jackrabbit Illustrated on Facebook and Twitter. And go big, go blue, go Jacks! Horns down! <laughs>